0: Welcome to the Power of Prayer podcast. This program is a ministry of All Saints Church in Lakeland, Florida. Each conversation is unique because of the topics and participants who join the Reverend Kathy Hewlin in the discussion. It's our hope that by listening to these testimonies and discussions, your openness to hearing from God in prayer will grow and change the way you love Him, yourself, and others. On today's episode of Power of Prayer podcast, I am joined by Phil Mays, and we will be talking on the theme of prayer disciplines, and particularly thinking about the season of Lent. But this also can carry into another season of our life. Uh, but something about the season of Lent really draws us closer to um, Jesus's life, particularly the way we frame it from Ash Wednesday to his burial, and. I want us to just reflect upon um, if there's different prayer sentences that we find that we use during this time, different scriptures, um, different uh, categories of themes that we pray. And there might be also ways that we pray, ways that we embody the prayer that might be unique and different. So that's where our conversation will go today. Uh, so Phil and I were talking right before we went live, and uh, one thought that he was sharing with me was about the theme of gratitude as we pray. And Phil, I didn't get to tell you this, but as I was creating kind of my, my categories and lists, I realized in the midst of all of them, there's always God's love that's there. So that, that was how I was thinking about it, but you brought the word gratitude. So why don't you just say a little bit more about that?
1: Well, yeah, I was I was thinking that in terms of what I've read and and studied in the Old Testament, that um, that there was always a presence of God with the Jews, and with the followers of Hebrews, and how gratitude was as, was a main focus, one of the main focuses of their prayer life. We're used to looking at God, I think, as as um, our father which we should and um but we don't also often i think feel the gratitude that we are lucky to be members of his family his creation and also like we were talking about the different aspects of it about how humble we should approach this and but the gratitude part is we take for granted too many too much of what we do have, as meager as it may be, it may seem in today's world, we are mostly extremely blessed compared to what we see on Amen. on the outside. Um, the horrible situations with war, mm-hmm. and even here in the states, the, uh, the soaring murder rates, crime—it it 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 doesn't bode well. It, it can give you a lot of um, negative feelings, but if we do concentrate on our relationship with God from the standpoint of the gratitude that we have. We should—that's a building block. Mm-hmm. Uh, with that, of course, comes uh, repentance, forgiveness, uh, and then prayers to our Father for that He might fill us with His Holy Spirit, mm-hmm. that we can be have the strength to. Uh, endure whatever comes, from it. but the main thing is thanking God every day, and the gratitude for what we have today, mm-hmm. not what's going to happen in the future or past. If we we're repentant about that, it should be something that we feel good about. Yes, and and uh, I I am guilty of this, but I'm working on it. <laughs> We should come away from our prayers with a smile on our face. Mm. There should be a certain joyful happiness about it, and um, and that anyway. can happen
0: over the course of the prayer. Right that oh, that absolutely as, that's where it starts. Yeah. So you've engaged in the prayer, knowing that okay, God, I need your help, <laughs> and and that you say words of thanks, thankfulness, and just God acknowledging all the different blessings as you try to get your your brain wrapped around that, and then you realize in the midst of as you are recounting those blessings that God really starts to then open you up and kind of break through if there's maybe a hardness of heart or just that you haven't been seeing and identifying what he has revealed to you. Mm -hmm. Um, So something you had said earlier, uh, you may have said the actual phrase divine presence. I think you did. And it reminded me uh, since both of us have been to the Holy land uh, that you know it's powerful if you're at the Western Wall or you're at a place where that that is what the Jews will identify that we are here in this spot because we acknowledge there's a divine presence here Um, so that's also another aspect of a Lenten discipline is to really find a place where you're seeking divine presence and we all can't go to the Western Wall and be there every day you know even people who live there aren't there 24 hours a day. Um, but there is somewhere that we can find in our domain, somewhere where we reside, that we can then make this our our holy moment spot, that we are going to exactly. seek God. Um, so I find for me, it really still is out in my neighborhood. There there are places in my home that I can seek God, but I really, there's just something beautiful about being outdoors for me. and And that's where then I have some quiet moments with the lord
1: oh i agree um i feel the same way about well if you want to yes it's always good if we had a holy shrine but we do Mm -hmm. have a holy shrine Mm -hmm. like all saints church Mm -hmm. and there's all churches throughout here throughout the city of lakeland but that in itself is a sanctuary it should it should fill us or we should have the film likewise I'm much the same way, my my wife loves the garden, so we've got a great garden to look at our lanai in the back. And at certain times of the day, especially early in the morning and even around twilight, it's extremely peaceful. Mm-hmm. Because you, you'll see the, the squirrels and the birds and there's just a certain peacefulness about it. And it gives me time to clear my head, to think, um, the other time is uh, inside my house, obviously. But I, I like first thing in the morning, um, uh, getting up early. The day hasn't started to rush yet, but we have the quiet peacefulness of the coming dawn,
2: mm-hmm. which
1: um, I, I think uh, looking at it as a fresh start for today. But again, God has given us another day.
0: Mm-hmm. So words of gratitude then, as we mm-hmm. we start that. Well. So when I was thinking to add to this, uh, just thinking about these different types of prayer, and, and you already referenced a few, like if you would pray a prayer of repentance, and our scripture lessons often during the season of Lent will invite us into that, and um Psalm 51 is incorporated into Ash Wednesday, and that's created me a clean heart, O God. Um, renew a right spirit within me so that we recognize there's something within us that needs to be turned towards the Lord, that we need that turning, and that also turning away from something that has been pulling us away from God. Uh, so that, that's significant, uh, to keep having that theme of repentance.
1: And, and you're right, uh, the one book that I think covers a gamut is the Psalms, Mm -hmm. and there's everything in there from, like you said, Psalm 51. There's Psalm 91, Prayer for Protection. There's a a, a psalm at the beginning about the gratefulness that we are part of God's creation, but all through the psalms, they are praises to God for various things, Um, and and that's a wealth of um, material, if you will, Mm -hmm. for that.
2: Mm -hmm. and
1: likewise uh, the book of Job is another one and um, I I feel very close to a couple of them the New Testament Hebrews is very good but it's a little bit um, you you have to put Hebrews in context and then James James speaks of our uh, I, I think more like what it means to when we to be truly a christian mm. it's not saying that works are salvation but they're a fruit of our spirituality
2: mm-hmm.
1: and it, he encourages prayer he encourages union and communion as well as that with our fellow believers mm-hmm. so uh, over time i've turned to the bible for that type of
0: Yes. Now, since you mentioned the book of Job and um, any of our listeners that may have read through that before or want to to dive into Job, uh, I think each of us know that you it's this narration, it's this dialogue, and uh, you need to find, find an approach to it. And so I'm curious, Phil, for you, like if you were to use the book of Job during the season of Lent, would you have a recommendation for how you, you might read that?
1: Uh, yeah, I refer to it as you can't eat the elephant in one bite. <laughs> <laughs> and and But but no, you're right. It's just like with the Psalms or even looking at the Bible. You, you, you can look at the Bible like uh, maybe a small child looks at the dictionary. Wow, that's a lot of words. Yes. Or even if you look at your iPad, it's got a lot of megabytes. <laughs> but... Um, I think Job um, studied in, if you want to, for lack of a better way of putting it, in sections and maybe even going chapter by chapter.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You've caught me on exactly, I think there's, what, 38 chapters of it. But anyway, the the point being is that to pick out on a chapter by chapter basis and study it. and. There's several ways to approach that. One's to just read it straight through like you would a, a, a regular story, if you would. Mm-hmm. But the other way, too, that I believe is, is um, more meaningful is if we take chapter by chapter, verse by verse, and take the time to one, seek God's spirit to help us open our hearts and minds to what he's written here, what is written here. Um, but I think that would be the best thing. Now, that would be a good start mm-hmm. if you could even do that.
0: Mm-hmm. And I wanted to say forty-two when you said how many chapters, but yeah. um, at thirty-eight it always sticks in our mind because that's when God is then responding, mm. right? So that that chapter is. That's in our one mind. of my favorite in the whole <laughs> Bible. Right?
1: <laughs> Where were you?
0: Yes um in chapter 42 is job's confession and repentance so there's that theme of repentance coming back as mm, as go. we are in dialogue with god and and with our friends so that's ultimately as we journey through that book that we are seeing um you know just that relationship that job has with other the pe- people around him and it's very human uh, the way that you know they're responding and and we can see it it feels contemporary it feels like what we experience today so then how Again, how do we find God? How do we see what God is doing in the midst of all that we're experiencing? And we're we're seeking that. Exactly.
1: So. Especially the, his interaction with his three friends.
0: Mm-hmm. Hmm. Um, so thinking, again, about other themes, we might use a book like the book of uh, Job or then taking a psalm a day and, and using that to pray through during Lent. I also find because of Ash Wednesday that there is uh, a phrase that is shared if you were to receive ashes that um, what would be said over you as you get the sign of the cross on your head remember that you are dust and to dust you shall return. I found myself um, from time to time during the season just really aware of our mortality and I'm not trying to be grim about it I'm just trying to be real like that that is. It's just a part of life, and it's what we see happen to Jesus. Uh, it's We're following him in the midst of that. So um, I think your word of, of gratitude, of remembering uh, the blessings that God gives us, and that it's within that, that if I'm going to reflect upon mortality, upon this dust, that I'm going to return to dust, but it's all within what God's creation and what God has gifted to us, and that ultimately there is a return to God. So it's not return to dust and there was no reason for it. But no, it's, it's return of our life back to how God has gifted it to us and we're returning to him in that way. Um, I, I think that's how I'm thinking through um, praying through this season of how God is journeying us through, but it's to get to him.
1: It's very well put. Well, there the, to me too. There's, and like you said, it we should we should be grateful for the life that we had, the physical life,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and not to be um, morbid about it or anything. And that, but it is part of the the full circle of life. But the joy in it is the fact that as believers, <clears throat> we have a soul mm-hmm. that lives on for eternity. Mm-hmm. And that we are then really much closer members in, in God's family. And that should give us more joy than, um, it's hard to say, I mean, I'm, it's not as tangible as we're born, we're raised, we have a family or you get married and then you have a career and then you retire and you play golf and... whatever and that's all well and good but there is there is life past that Mm -hmm. and and we should be extremely grateful that we do have a soul and that we have the um, the the joy that it would bring um, which is another flip side to the repentance
0: yes and so we're really being um, uh, soul tenders aren't we like we're tending to the soul in this dialogue that's a good that's a good way
1: to
2: put it
0: um and that I think the season of Lent really invites us to be more proactive about that because of that reflection on our mortality. Um, if we're earnest in this pursuit. Um, and, uh, you know, Jesus gave us this prayer, our Lord's Prayer. And, and that's another way if if people have that in their memory bank that they could at least connect with that if there's not something else that we've already said that helps but I I think that also helps us to keep growing our faith to pray that prayer and allow it to start to do more than just be a rope prayer but really help us to open up in different ways so if we were start the prayer, our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Well, that already gets to the point that we've mentioned. Like it helps you to be in the mode of right. rem- seeing the blessings, seeing what God has done for us and that we are his, right? Our Father, we're, we're connected with him. It's, it's not our life, but our life in God. Um, if we were uh, thinking f- into the next part of the prayer, um, uh, thy kingdom come, thy will be done. You know, lots of times during the season, um, if people have decided that they're not going to do a particular thing, self-denial, that it's really connecting with this part of the prayer, that we're trying to find ways that we're, we're seeking God's will for our life. Um, so maybe this aspect of something I do during my week is di- a distraction from that.
1: And that would be an excellent discipline that... I have yet to master, but um, <laughs>
0: I think all of us are working on yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, but
1: but the the like you said, not my will, but thy, thine be done, mm-hmm. is is it requires a lot of listening for the Holy Spirit. It requires a lot of effort, if you will, and actually time to contemplate on the infinite beauty of God and the trinity and going back to what you were talking about Jesus when you think about it Jesus's whole life and ministry was really about his death mm. and and everything up to that while that's what's remembered the resurrection was actually the fulfillment of that life mm-hmm. as he and you talk about um obedience is another one where he remained unbelievably obedient. He, he faced the devil, which I don't think any of us would ever want to do. But uh, he saw it. He was on a, you know, he, he was he was face to face with him and being offered lies. <laughs> but uh, <clears throat> fortunately, his heavenly wisdom got through that. But Jesus' whole life was spent on his journey to die, and. Uh, we sometimes forget how obedient he was, and also, um, I think, um, how loving he was toward his father mm-hmm. and toward us. Mm-hmm. That he, you know, he gave us life for our sins, mm-hmm. not his.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Another part of this, uh, the Lord's Prayer, is about forgiveness. And so we're asking forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. You know, another theme during this time is reconciliation. That comes up um, particularly in the fourth Sunday of Lent in the year C. We're going to have the lesson on the prodigal son. And we're also going to be reminded about reconciliation with reading from uh, 2 Corinthians. But uh, we all need to do more work here. <laughs> because we <Yes. laughs> we just fail one another in so many different ways, and and it, but it starts with uh, talking to God about that. Forgive us our trespasses as we're talking to God. Um, you know that's that's so important for us to take time to do that. So just like we acknowledged, well, let's remember the blessings that we have. Let's also remember the ways that we have fallen short. But it's all within God's mercy being extended to us. Exactly. Um, so we, you know, we just keep all of that in dialogue. That we're we're feeling God lifting us up, but also acknowledging that we need to ask for forgiveness.
1: That we continue to sin mm-hmm. and uh, seek His forgiveness. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, what about uh, give us this day our daily bread? Um, I'm just thinking about simplicity. That's kind of back to connects with self denial, but it's a little different um, because there are ways that we can live simply and that's maybe not a denial so much. Like it, it's just making different choices <laughs> exactly. it, it, that you're at peace with.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, it's, um, you could be as happy with a hamburger as you had with a nice steak. Right.
2: Right. But, <laughs> but
1: I, <laughs> that was just being <laughs> flippant. But the, um, um, the simplicity, I think is a very good way of, of understanding that or to uh, stating that because we're caught up in a world that tells us whatever we have is not enough. Mm-hmm. And we're constantly bombarded by all the noise. Mm-hmm. But if we sit back and look, like I said, I, I try to think every day how blessed I am on mm-hmm. things. And, and, we, and
0: that's come from God. It's not something that we have been exactly.
1: doing. We've been very blessed.
0: mm mm-hmm. One other... Um, phrase that I put here well as we continue finishing that prayer uh, lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil Uh, so getting strength from God and that of course is connecting with Jesus in the wilderness with the devil um, the deceiver who's trying to to pull him off and Jesus shows his strength by knowing scripture better (laughs) and for giving us that witness and that um, opportunity to follow him in that and so, recognizing we can have strength in Him in the midst of whatever challenges or temptations come our way,
1: just like the twenty-third Psalm. Too. Mm-hmm. That's we are His sheep, mm-hmm. and He's our pastor. Mm-hmm. But He protects us from all evil mm-hmm. and danger.
0: So, claiming that during this season is important. Uh, so, there was another phrase that came to me, and um, just this comes from a parable parable of the sower happened to be in daily lectionary last week but in the midst of that as jesus is teaching he's saying that there are some that are going to not really see there are some that are just not really going to hear what god wants for them to see and to hear and and yet those that could understand his closest disciples well, you are going to have eyes to see and ears to hear, and I find that um, just self-reflection—that we we pray for that. God, help me to see what you see and to hear what you hear. Um, that that is something. Again, does not have to be bound to Lent; it should be all the time. But uh, something about trying to go where God is—you know—that's um, led into a prayer like that. To let me. Instead of constantly trying to bring God to where I am, but can I move myself towards him and to keep asking to be able to see what he sees and hear what he hears?
1: It's not about me. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: (laughs) And that takes effort. Right. Because we have to step out of ourselves. But in that, too, that means we step out of the environment that we're in, the worldly environment, bombarded with ads and noise, Mm -hmm. if you will. But at the same time, seeking God, mm-hmm. um, He's there, and um, He knocks continuously. But do we even try to listen for the knock? Mm-hmm. And like you said, to take the time to to meditate and contemplate the pre- His presence. Mm-hmm. That's where you want to go.
0: So I guess everything we've shared does feel like work. It is.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, it does. It takes effort.
0: Yes. And so the power of prayer then, Phil, what is our, um, what do we gain from this if we put in this effort to do this?
1: I can speak only on a personal basis. We achieve a certain type of peace that Mm. I don't get anyplace else. Amen. Okay. Um, And the other side of it is is a confidence that, one, we are loved, that Jesus does love us, and that we are part of a holy body here on this earth, i.e., the church of believers who really know the secret to life,
2: mm.
1: because everything in life, and we see it now and Again, I go back to um, some of the Old Testament. Everything is transitory. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: Rulers come and go. Mm -hmm. Wars come and go. It's spoken of in Jeremiah, Isaiah, the Psalms, Daniel. Um, Jesus spoke about it. Mm -hmm. You'll hear rumors of war, but this this will all pass away. Mm -hmm. Important thing is what's left. And on the one hand, you have the peace and comfort of the presence of the Lord. And on the other hand, you've got not a good choice.
0: (laughs) So we're going to seek peace, right? That's right.
1: No peace, no comfort.
0: (laughs) And I think the word that comes from me uh, before you said the word peace was contentment. That, Mm -hmm. that, you know, just my spirit feels at rest. I'm with God. This is what he wants for me. And that there's, there's so many distractions and so many things that are trying to pull us off that course. Um, but then, you know, earlier today, just reading through Psalm 119, the, uh, beginning at verse 97, the, and the subsequent eight verses that are there just reminds you, you know, put your, fat, your feet on the right course. Keep following the Lord. Keep pursuing his his word and his commandments. Um, so that work pays off for the contentment that we can experience in him.
1: Yes, we can. Oh.
0: Well, thank you for this conversation today. I've
1: enjoyed it, too.
2: Thank you.
0: (laughs) You're welcome. And I hope it's blessed our listeners. Uh, Let me close us in a prayer. Heavenly Father, thank you for this relationship that we have with you, that you um, want us to desire you and to follow you, worship you and to love you and to love our neighbors. So help each of us this day to continue on this course and to continue to follow you and to know you. And we pray this in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit.
1: Amen. Amen.